This Is A What You Asked For podcast, part of the Asked For universe. Thanks for listening. Daniela and I'm joined by my trusty dog Dolce. So um, this is a, a an extra episode that you're going to get this week and um, you might get a couple of extras next week too. Aren't you lucky? Thanks to everybody who's been listening. Um, I really appreciate it. I still get really nervous doing this but hey I guess it's just something within myself that I've got to deal with. So I just want to say before we start that I uh, fucking killed my exam the other day. I got a high distinction, so I'm fucking ecstatic about that. And um, I just thought I'd let you guys know. And um, yeah, let's get ready to get raw. So... I'm sorry if you hear some licking noises. My dog is uh, thinks he's a cat and is cleaning himself right now. So it's a little bit random. So that kind of fits. Um, speaking of random things, um, my dog did the most fucking random thing ever last night. He um, He's toilet trained. He's 11, so he's fucking toilet trained. But um, he's on some high dose of steroids at the moment for his, his cancer and stuff. And... He's been pretty good. They said it's going to make him hungrier, which it fucking is. He's been um, licking everything because he's hungry. He eats all his food in the morning. Even if I spare it, like, portion it out, he still wants more. Um, The vet said don't give him more because he'll obviously put on weight and he's already put on a kilo and a half. He's licking my elbow right now. He obviously thinks it's food. But um, in my house upstairs, we've got carpet. And you know how when carpet gets a bit old, it gets a little bit boily? Well, my dog's that hungry that he's been going upstairs to the carpet and ripping those balls off and eating them. And it doesn't matter how much I tell him, he does not listen. So my dog is eating random shit. <laughs> um, I was sleeping the floor the other day and the the fluff that I had swept up, I was went to get the little dustpan and thing and uh, he was eating the fluff when I came back. So my dog is being very random with his diet. Also, last night, oh my gosh. Like I said, he's toilet trained and he's been drinking a fuckload of water. So he's peeing, going outside to pee a lot more than usual. Last night, sitting on the couch, watching some television, he was like, ooh, ooh. Usually he can jump off the couch, but he hasn't wanted to. So I put him down and literally from my lounge room through to the kitchen and all around the dining room, he peed. It was like a fucking tap. It just went on and on and on. And he did this like circle around my kitchen and he just peed, like walked and peed, walked and peed and it would not stop. Then he knew he had done something wrong because he went and sat in the corner all scared. It didn't help that I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I felt really, really bad because Obviously, he just couldn't hold it to the get to the back door and he just let it rip. And fucking hell did he let it rip. Um, I felt really bad. I told him off. 
He knew he'd done wrong. He would not move from the kitchen corner. I obviously had to clean it up, wash my floors, wash everything. And then he was too scared to move, so I had to carry him back to the couch. But um, I'm hoping that this passes as his dosage cuts down this weekend because I have had enough of sleeping downstairs with him because if I sleep upstairs with him, uh, I don't think we'll make it to the toilet in time if he needs to go. So I really, really, really want to sleep in my bed. <laughs> I miss my bed a lot. So that is just some random shit that my dog's been doing. Oh, and he's just licking weird crap. Like, my shoe was on the floor upside down and he was licking the dirty sole of my shoe. So, really gross. Uh, he's been eating dirt. He's been eating, trying to eat rocks, but he splits that, spits that shit back out. But, um, yeah, that's just some random shit that's been happening, other than my random dreams, which I explained in the last Raw. Um, I actually thought that I would Google random thoughts just to see what's out there and um there's some funny shit so i googled random thoughts and there's these things and i'm gonna read them out and uh some of them are pretty funny and some of them are like whoa mind blown so i reckon we'll get to it so the first one says if poison expires is it more poisonous or no longer poisonous let that shit sink in um if you get scared half to death twice do you die who decided to put the S in lisp? <laughs> this is the one that got me. Which letter is silent in the word sent? The S or the C? Now, if you have an answer to that, let me know. Um, In order to sleep, we first pretend to sleep. Which is fucking weird because it's true. This is funny. This one made me laugh. Why is something sent by a car called, ship, called a shipment? but something sent by a ship called a cargo. <laughs> uh, why is it called quicksand even though it drowns you slowly? And this is pretty funny too. Did twins ever realise that one of them was unplanned? <laughs> uh, why is W called W? Shouldn't it be called double V? <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, let's let's continue. The word swims upside down is also swims. That's fucking creepy if you're on computer there. A um, hundred years ago, everyone owned a horse and only the rich owned cars. Today, everyone has cars, but only the rich own horses. Replacing W with T in what, where, and when gives you the answer to each of them. What becomes that? Where becomes there, and when becomes then. Yeah. Fucking, these are things that people ponder. Why do we say sleep like a baby, even though a baby wakes up every few hours? Okay, this one's, like, really f weird, because I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but I'll do my best. Why is the word for the fear of long words... Hippopotamonstriosquipedilophobia so long. <laughs> and then it's got a picture of a scared dude and he's like, I have a phobia of the phobia. If something goes without saying, why do people still say it? <laughs> Is it possible to think of a colour that doesn't exist? 
We pass the anniversary of our death every year without knowing. Now that's really freaky. That 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 made me go, whoa, that is fucking true shit. Yeah, so uh, why doesn't glue stick to the inside of the tube or bottle? If a spoon was made of gold, would it be called silverware? Would it still be called silverware? Like these are things obviously that people have thought about that randomly pop into their minds and yeah, like you don't think about shit like that. Um, it's really strange. Um, let's see what else we've got. Smelling is just breathing normally and thinking about it more. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, if you're over 18 but under 21 and are arrested for drinking alcohol, you can be charged as an adult for being underage. I'm guessing that's America because that ain't here. But yeah, there's just some really random shit. So if you've got any really random thoughts, let me know. Email them to me or or uh, just get onto the Facebook pages or Instagram, Twitter and uh, let us know your random thoughts that you have every now and then or all the time. Who knows, hey? Let's, uh, that's enough of that. Let's uh, continue to the next part. question got a comment want to interact and help shape our shows then email us askforpod at hotmail.com that's a-s-k-e-d-f-o-r-p-o-d at hotmail.com thanks for listening so as you guys know that i've been flaring with a few of my illnesses of lately and um I've been having these random arguments with myself. Well, they're not really random, but they're just arguments that I have. And it seems to always revolve around food. So at the moment, I am having a gastroparesis flare. So for those of you who don't know Raw or me and the other shows that I'm on, um, I'll explain that I have a few autoimmune illnesses and some other illnesses. And um, the one that's flaring up and giving me trouble at the moment, other than my MS, is uh, gastroparesis. So this is when your stomach muscles don't work properly to digest food. So the food either sits there in your belly fermenting, or you puke it up, or little bits of it make its way through and you digest that, but not the rest. So it still sits in your belly until you chuck it up. So I've been pretty good since I went on a vegan diet. Um, I can't digest meat and eggs and things like that anyway, so that's also part of the reason why I went vegan. Um, but of lately, I have been not well. I have been throwing up no matter what I eat, and it's either I'm either throwing up like I eat and then I puke that up not long after. It's like being bulimic without losing the weight. Or I eat and then five days later, I throw up what I've eaten five days before. So I had corn like five days before, then I threw up five days later and the corn came out whole. But the corn does that anyway. But I um, have been in a lot of pain and I'm pretty sure last week I explained that I was going for a gastric emptying test, which is where they 
feed you radioactive shit in some food and then they watch you for four hours to see how long it takes for the food to pass through your digestive system. Um, mine is 1% less than what it was the time before. So I'm only, my stomach's only working at 13%, which is really fucking bad. Uh, if it gets to 10 or under, they look at uh, giving you a feeding tube, etc., etc. So for this past week, since Sunday night, Monday, I have been on a liquid and puree diet. Hey, and it don't sound too bad. Smoothies and ice cream and stuff like that is cool. But I want to chew something. Like, I am I seriously thought that I could always fucking do the potato diet where you just fucking shit, eat shitloads of potato, restart your body and lose weight. You know what? I've eaten mashed potatoes three days in a row and I'm fucking over it. I don't think I could do it anymore. I don't want to see mashed potatoes ever again. And I only ate it for three days and that was enough. So... I want to eat real food. I really, really want to eat solid food. I want to eat a vegan burger, homemade, but I want to eat it. I would love to eat some salad. Like, I'm missing lettuce. Um, my body can't digest it. But in my head, I I want to eat it so bad. I want to eat what I'm cooking for other people. You know, vegan hot dogs and garlic bread and... <laughs> hamburgers and tonight I'm going to make pizza for someone that's coming over but hey I won't be eating it I've got pureed vegetable soup that I made mmm it's green with orange chunks in it it tastes nice don't get me wrong but when you're sitting around watching other people eat things like pizza homemade pizza at that it's pretty upsetting so I have this argument inside myself where I'm like just have a little bit have a little bit of the real food have a bit of this, have a bit of that. And then I think, no, don't do it. The pain is not worth it. However, I am still vomiting while I'm having this liquid and puree diet. So it's like it's not working anyway. I'm in pain anyway. So I might as well fucking eat better food, hey? Like I miss solid vegetables. And it's only day five. I miss uh, fruit, whole fruit. I don't want to puree my fruit. I don't want to eat baby food pureed fucking fruit anymore and I've got to do this for another fucking week I am done I don't know how I'm gonna do it I don't know so I've been searching for some uh, vegan protein shakes and I found one called prana and um, I bought a sample pack so I'm gonna try one of those today when I get back from the hospital because I have to have a endoscopy which is when they shove it they put you to sleep and shove a camera down your throat and check out what the fuck's going on because I've been throwing up blood and it could be a bleeding ulcer in my belly or it could be something else so we've got to check that out today so I'm angry I don't, I don't want to eat liquid anymore. I haven't eaten dinner the past few nights because I just don't want to. What's the point? It's either soup or a fucking smoothie or it's ice cream. Don't get me wrong. I love ice cream, but I like ice cream with nuts. Like, I love vanilla soy ice cream. But I like putting lots of chocolate vegan sauce on top, which is fine. But I like something crunchy in there, like the nuts. What is wrong with that? Well, I can't digest nuts, so I can't eat the nuts. But if I grind them down into a paste, I can. So maybe I should be mixing, like, peanut butter into my ice cream. Mmm, peanut butter, ice cream, and chocolate sauce. Maybe I'll have to try that today. But, um, 
I'm scared. I'm scared to eat. And um, I'm of Italian background and food is like a massive thing. It's hard enough being Italian and being vegan, let alone being Italian, vegan, and not being able to eat anything solid. Um, I don't think I could live with a feeding tube. I'd be pretty fucking devo because I wouldn't be able to eat properly. And that makes me really upset. So I argue with myself all the time. It's like just eat the puree. For, well, I argue with myself all the time about food that I eat, but this week it's been about solids and puree and liquids. I'm sick of smoothies. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to drink my food, so it's just shit and I'm over it and I'm having a whinge and if you don't like it, don't listen, but I'm having a fucking whinge because I'm so upset about having to eat liquid foods and like my mum is coming over on the weekend for Father's Day. Um, I don't have a father. He passed away um, over 17 years ago and my mum's father passed away a year ago so we're just going to get together and have a meal watch some girly shows and maybe go out to a cafe for a coffee who knows but I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to make for dinner like what uh, whatever I make I can't eat so I'm angry about this like I said last week last episode I should change the a to not arguments to anger <laughs> angry arguments maybe but we decided on like um uh spinach and feta little triangle pie thingies that's all good and well because I can make normal ones for my mum with real fur, like with Omni Feta and shit like that. But, and I can make mine with vegan feta, which I've done before, and they were fucking delicious. If you want that recipe, by the way, head over to The Hungry Vegan. It's my Instagram page, and there's some awesome fucking vegan recipes on there. Anyway, so I can make this, but then I'm not going to really be able to eat it. Okay, I might get past the pastry part, but. How am I supposed to digest spinach? It's so stringy and stuff. Like, I don't think I can eat it. And then I'm just going to be sick and then I've ruined my two weeks of fucking no solid food. So this is making me upset because I really want to eat spinach pasty triangle thingies and I can't. So I'm trying to decide what the fuck to make next uh, this Sunday for Father's Day. And I've got no clue. If anyone's got an idea before Sunday and, and you want to let me know, let me know. I don't want to make soup. I'm over soup. I am thinking of making a homemade pasta sauce and then cooking the fuck out of some pasta so it's a bit mushy for me anyway. Not for her. Hers can be normal. And eating that, but I don't know if I'm allowed to. So maybe I should just ask the doctors today if that would be okay. I don't know. Hmm. Well, what else can I make? This is what I've been arguing with. What What else can I make? If it's not soup or a smoothie or a smoothie bowl or fucking pureed vegetables or mashed potatoes, which I never want to eat again, or like mushy cauliflower and broccoli. Oh, it's just not right. I have had at my mum's work when this happened a long time ago when I was first diagnosed, I was there one day and the chef there made like this Italian dish that's my favorite and it was like pasta with garlic and olive oil and like broccoli and then you just put shitloads of parmesan cheese in it this was uh but that's when I used to eat all that stuff like cheese um and all that and 
um, I was there and they were all going to have the leftovers for lunch. So he pureed some for me without the parmesan. And it was fucking good. Don't get me wrong. It tasted great, but it looked like caca. It looked like baby poopoos or pukies, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, I could always make something and puree it and eat it, but I don't want to do that. And I totally, totally understand now in nursing homes when a patient is on a pureed or thickened diet what the fuck they're going through. It is fucking horrid. The food all tastes the same because it all looks the same and it's just mush like who wants to eat mushy peas mushy carrots fucking pureed this puree oh thickened drinks oh come on no wonder the old people don't want to well whoever doesn't have to be just old but no wonder they don't want to eat their puree diet back in the days when I was nursing I couldn't understand why they wouldn't want to eat it I think it's not that bad But you know what? If you have to eat that shit every fucking day, it is that fucking bad. That's why there's this company. I can't remember what they're called. I wish I could right now. And they deal with pureed food and people who are on pureed diets and all that type of thing. And they make the pureed food into shapes that look like the food they are, which is fucking cool. And these people came to my mum's work and they, they, they might be doing it for some of their clients. Um, my mum works for a Mills on Wheels type of company, uh, but they're not Mills on Wheels, they're better. Um, and she's a, uh, one of the head chefs there and she uh, cooks homemade Italian food for clients in nursing homes and for people at home who can't cook or do things for themselves like that. So, And then they have people who go out and deliver food to all these people, which is awesome for the community. Because people can stay in their homes longer and still get fed. And, um, yeah, so there is companies out there, a company, I think, I'm not sure if there's more, if there is, that's awesome, that make the pureed mushy food look like the food it is. So when they puree like a steak, just to say, they remake it into the shape of the steak. It's fucking weird, but it looks awesome. And I'm guessing that that would help people who are on these types of diets because you eat with your eyes first and if your food's always looking mushy you ain't want to eat that fucking shit but to eat or not to eat is my thing this week and I'm sticking with the not to eat yeah not to eat stick to the puree see how you go so i'll let you know how my protein shake tastes later i'm gonna have that when i get back from the hospital because i'm fasting at the moment and um hopefully it tastes fucking good because i'm gonna be really upset if it tastes fucking shit all right let's move on so father's day is this sunday and it's just, I, f- I find it a sad day for myself as I don't have a father. I know I'm not the only person in the world who doesn't have a father. There's lots of yous out there. But I find it difficult. Um, my dad was my whole world. Um, he was the most amazing human being I've ever known. And uh, I get really upset that he was taken away from us, my mum and I and my family, at such an early age. He was only 60. He... Um, was diagnosed with liver cancer and that turned into you only have six months to live 
But with the chemo and such what, he and his positive, massive positive attitude, he ended up living almost up to another four years. Um, he actually went into hospital for something completely unrelated to cancer for a small surgery, which ended up being a huge fucking surgery. He went in for polyps, so like little fucking things on his on his intestines and stuff like that. Um, when they did the first surgery, they had to give him a colostomy bag, so that's a bag um, that attaches to the side of you where they attach, make a hole and your bowel pretty much sticks out of that, so he would poop in a bag. Um, they said after the surgery, once he'd healed, they would be able to reverse it. However, after his surgery, a few days, a couple, the next night, I think it was, he wasn't well. He kept telling the doctors and after a few tests and stuff, they realized that something was wrong inside and the poison in his body was going everywhere and he could die. So they had to perform another major fucking surgery on him uh, within a day of having surgery already. After this surgery, while they were doing this surgery, they found that he had spots on his liver. They removed some of these spots from his liver, couldn't get to the other ones because they were at the back, um, closed him up, and he had to be in an induced coma to heal for six weeks. And that was the hardest thing ever. Being told that your father has cancer and him not knowing because he's in a coma and everyone in the family knowing. So they didn't want to tell him when he did wake up because they wanted him to heal properly, but he knew. He asked my mum every day, what's wrong, what's wrong, there's something going on, and my mum was always like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So eventually he was told, and um, he was fine about it. He was like, okay, so we fight this. And he did, and he fought, and he fought hard. Um, i never seen my dad take any drugs for pain or anything like that. He totally believed in mind over matter and meditation and all that type of thing and he dealt with his pain we had a fucking 750 ml bottle of morphine in the house that he could use for pain when he needed to and he didn't touch it he didn't even open the bottle um i was in my cousin's wedding when he was my dad was really ill and my dad was like i have to come i don't care how much pain i'm in i want to see you as bridesmaid and he came and he was in a lot of pain, but he did not touch that morphine. He just grinned and bared it, and I'll never forget that. But um, I'm missing him a lot, so he um he didn't even end up dying because of his cancer. He was getting really frail and sick from the cancer. They had got to the stage where there was nothing else they could do for him. It was spreading to his lungs and everywhere else. Um. Care, uh, chemo and stuff was not going to help anymore so it was just a matter of living out the best life you could until it took him however it didn't take him his colostomy bag vessels kept bursting and bleeding out so he was on a blood thickener tablet um, he went to hospital because it exploded one day I'll never forget that I was in bed and usually he would wake me up in the mornings, but he didn't. And I got up and I was like, oh, it's like 10 o'clock. wonder what's going on. And looked through the house for my dad. Mum was at work and I couldn't find him. And he was in his bathroom sitting on the toilet, not doing anything on the toilet, just sitting there. And as I walked in, like with the lid closed, he was just sitting, using it as a chair. 
Um, he's, I walked in and it looked like a fucking horror scene. There was blood everywhere across the walls, across the floor, dripping from the sink. Um, my dad's sitting on the, on the toilet and he's got this towel holding his stomach where his colostomy bag is and the towel is covered in blood and I'm like oh my gosh dad what the hell's going on and he's like oh I think I've burst a blood vessel or something and I'm like when did this happen he's like oh a while ago I'm like why didn't you wake me and he's like oh you were tired I, I thought I'd let you sleep in and I was like oh my god we need to go to the hospital we'll ring an ambulance he would not let me ring an ambulance but we went to the hospital and he was admitted and then a few days later I was admitted to a different hospital because I had to have some surgery done and um, so I didn't see him for a whole week and so that was like from Monday to so I went to hospital on the Monday he went like on the Friday before and then I came out on the Friday and he was coming out on the Monday after and I'll never ever forget what happened on the Saturday ever in my life I was at home my mum had left to go to the hospital to see dad and my auntie and stuff were looking after me and my friends were coming over that night and we were having pizzas and things like that because we were all excited that my dad was coming home on the Monday. And on Saturday morning he phoned me and he said, hello, and I said, hi, Dad, how you doing? And he's like, I'm okay. He's like, how are you doing? I said, I'm okay. I said, sorry, I haven't come to see you yet, but I'm hoping to come Sunday or I'll see you when you come home Monday. And it was just silent. And he went, where's your mum? said, she's on her way to the hospital. And he said, okay. And I said, I'm going to see you. I said, I'll, I'll come tomorrow to see you, like Sunday. And he's like, if I'm here. And I said, don't be stupid. Of course you're going to be there. And he just went really quiet again. And then he said, just know that I, well, I, I love you and I always will. And I said, yeah, I love you too. I said, I'll definitely come and see you tomorrow. He didn't say anything. And he just said, I love you and hung up. Um, that night. My mum came home and everyone was, she said that he wasn't really feeling the best. He looked a bit flat and random people that he hadn't met in fucking years, like he hadn't seen, sorry, in years, came to see him and uh, visit him. And she goes, oh, I'll just, I'll just call the hospital to see how he's doing to make sure he got to sleep okay. As she called the hospital, the hospital was trying to call her to let her know that he had just passed away during the shift change in his sleep. And that was the most devastating moment ever. Just the, the, my mum, her face and oh, just the, 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 the scream, the cry. Um, we, we called all the family. Everyone came back. Everyone went to the hospital to see, to see him say goodbye. Um, he just looked asleep. It was the, I'm going to cry now. It was the weirdest thing ever. He just really looked asleep and he was still warm so it was kind of scary but um it's a moment I'll never ever ever forget in my life and it's a I've had to try and deal with the fact that I didn't get to say goodbye or I spoke to him on the phone but I didn't get to see him that one last time so that's really hard and it's something I've had to deal with over 17 years and I know it's not my fault but I can't let it go so, yeah, mm. I just think if it hurts me this much, how much does it hurt my mum? How strong is she? 
to be able to go on every day losing her soulmate. She truly believes that he was her soulmate, her only. I don't know how she does it. She's a fucking strong person. So, sorry. I really miss him and I know she does too and that's why I find Father's Day really difficult sometimes. I do my best. And now that she's lost her dad, I guess in a way she gets how I feel losing a parent. And I don't mean that in a mean way because she lost the love of her life, but it's a different loss than when it's your own father or mother or anything like that. So I think she kind of understands a bit more how I feel now. And um, I think we'll just we'll leave it at that because I'm going to get to my appointment soon. Okay, so thanks for listening. I'm sorry it got uh, way emotional just then. But, hey, that's what Raw's all about. It's about being real and being raw. And um, thanks for listening, and I hope everyone has a really good weekend. And um, I will be back very soon this week with another episode of Raw. So have a good one, everyone. Ciao. what we're up to next? Want to get involved in our latest listener polls? Like, follow, comment and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. Just search Ask For Pod and join the What You Ask For community. Thanks for listening. Weekend Chubby is our pre-weekend show, where we get you ready for your chubby weekend. So join me, your curator, on a chubby odyssey every Friday evening. Thank you for listening. The What You Ask For regular show is where we attempt to answer some of life's big and small questions. Got a question you'd like us to answer? Email us at askforpod at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. This has been a What You Ask For podcast, part of the Asked For universe. Thanks for listening.